Shame on you. Is that shade right now? No, it wasn't. I'm just saying I'm late to the party. Well, go get a glass. I don't have time to get a glass. Didn't you hear me when I said my class literally just ended? Your bar. Excuses. Your bar is literally right behind you. Don't do me. It is, actually. Thank you. Don't do me. Exactly. Play with somebody else, okay? Mine, Mine ended... 15 minutes before we got on this call and I still managed to get a drink. Well, I had to take my trash out because the trash people come in the morning. <laughs> in the morning, key word. So let me tell y'all what I'm drinking. It looks good, actually. Yes, it's um, a little sparkling champagne with um, watermelon juice. It's simply watermelon. Yes. Little mimosa. Little mimosa for the midday or evening. Now. I was going to say, nigga, it ain't midday. It's in the evening time. <laughs> what is <we> going? <laughs> yeah, listen, these last three days have been hell on earth with work. So I'm still here in the FLA. So wait, before we start, Shug, what you drinking? Because we can't ask Elle what she drinking because she ain't drinking. I'm drinking water. You can ask me. Ooh. I'm being very basic today. I'm drinking red Moscato. That's like her favorite drink. It yeah. is. I'm I'm very basic. I like Moscato. I just want y'all to know that. But red Moscato at that. Moscato just sounds so ghetto to me. It is. I like it. It's what 20-year-olds drink. I don't care. It's red. I wanted to hit you with a little razzle-dazzle today. (laughs) Did she say razzle-dazzle? She did. You know that's your word, KB. Hmm. That's KB's phrase. I'm heading to this new place uh, in a week. I just can't even deal. Maybe I'll oh. drink when we finish recording. I'll find something in the refrigerator. I I'm sure. Peach and some crown. So how how are you doing, Elle? You always ask us how we're doing. <sighs> Thank you so much for asking, KB. I really appreciate that. You know, it's one of those things where I feel like I'm in this space right now where I'm very satisfied with my professional life but I'm very dissatisfied with my personal life. Like, I feel like I've hit a rut and I'm trying to get out of it. Maybe I need to make an appointment with Catherine. I don't know. Maybe it's I'm very uncensored. I, I don't know if it's Catherine. I don't think that's the person. Yes, make a make a appointment with her because she's now doing in-person sessions again. So I would. Thank you, Shug. You're Thank very you, welcome. It's okay. But, but, think, but before I do that, but listen... The reason why I don't know if, if that is the best option is because I'm trying to figure out figure out exactly what is wrong. Yeah, that's and what I'm saying. Depending on the issue, that's why I was saying that. I'm not not no hit. We love her, but I'm just saying depending on the issue. Yeah, I gotta figure out exactly what what I'm going through at the moment. Just pray for me. That's all I ask. Thank you. Well, she'll help align those chakras. I mean, it couldn't hurt. But I don't know if my chakras might be in alignment, though. No, they're not. How you know? <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, what? 
And you said that a little too quickly. Like, you know, they're, they're not. Because, no, because if they were, then you would be able to explain how you're feeling. You would know what's off. Like you would be, oh, I'm off because I'm not happy with what's going on at work or I really wish I had a boo or I just need a vacation. I need to get away. But you well, just I feel like part, you're off. Well, I think part of it is that I wish I did have a boo. But I feel okay. like... Like, I think that's it, but I don't know. Well, she can help you answer that question for sure. But if I'm not going to get one no time soon, what's the point? She can still help open that heart chakra. Okay, guys. Oh, I'm sorry. KB must be feeling left out. I'm sorry. All right, next. What's up with you, KB? So listen, (gasps) I'm going to go next because I feel like we need to hear the whole Shug story. We absolutely do. So I'll go next. I'm still in FLA. Ow. Um, I'm still tired. And Ow. work is still killing me. And I'm waiting on this vacation, y'all. That's it. That's how I'm doing. When you get to go to Jamaica. Yeah, when do you leave? In a week. Oh, wow. So I'm jealous. Record, I would have come right. Like I'm going to be back the day before. Ow. Wait, so how long you going to be there? It's like five days. I'm going. I say that's a quick trip. I thought. Yeah, I was about to say that was. Yeah. It's from a Friday to a Wednesday. That's long enough. What are y'all talking about? No, No, I I want a whole week. week. No, I don't want no whole week. Mm -mm. I want a week. It's gone too long. Mm -mm. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm excited for you. Get naked, get loose, go Mm. to the blue side at least once. And wait, update. No, I can't update. (laughs) Yes, you can. Update. No, she has to do this afterwards. That's fine. Oh. Moving on All to right. Shug. Shug, so what's been going on with you, gal? Cause somebody posted something at as midnight a announcement. At and midnight. I'm just trying to understand what's what? really happening. I had an emergency. I called it emergency call last night. Now, of course. Right. I was driving and I was like, what the hell is going on that we have to have a FaceTime session at midnight? You were driving at midnight, Shug? You know I work. Oh shit! I was at work. I was leaving work. Yeah, so I was like, "What the hell is happening?" So she sent a text message, and I didn't see the text message. So I'm the only one that answers the phone. KB. Okay. Me. So I'm the only one that answers the phone. I'm like, "What's going on?" Well, wait. She was just so I can give proper, you know, context. The healer said, you know my phone be on do not disturb after 11 p.m. Now, I told you she was up, Shug. I said that, didn't you I? You did, but I'm glad to know I'm not the only one that's on D&D because y'all be laughing at me. Mine comes on at 10. Hers just comes on an hour later. But anyway, so KB FaceTimes all of us, and I'm like, what's going on? So she was like, um, ma'am, do you have something you want to tell me? So I'm like, uh, No. and so she was like so what is this on facebook and i'm like oh so for the the record she ain't shit but go ahead keep continue with the story okay but anyway i updated my relationship status on facebook and that was the reason why kb was calling so i officially have a boyfriend and wait are we too old for boyfriends okay my man friend my man friend we'll call him my man friend. friend Shout out to Carrie Bradshaw. Nope. Carrie called Big Dad in the movie before they got married. So, man friend, I think that's appropriate. 
Come on, man. Yeah, don't finish it around me. Really? Hey, you don't like that? Sure. Well, what would you prefer, KB? Boyfriend. KB, we too old for damn boyfriends. We damn near 40. <laughs> oh, God. Please don't. Don't remind me. I know. I was thinking about that the other day. No, so let me tell you how real it got for me because I was in New York this weekend and I met up with one of my homeboys. So I've known this guy since the fourth grade. So this is the first time I'm meeting his son. So he introduces me and my man friend to his son. And he was like, yeah, so, you know, you just left fourth grade. He was like, I actually met them when we were in fourth grade. So I'm like, I'm at, we're at the point now where friends have children that are the same age that we were when we first met. And he has a son that's going to Howard. So I need to hook oh, up with. Oh, hell no. Like he's 18? Yeah. Starting Howard in the fall. Yeah. One of my friends, one of my friends that I went to elementary school with as an 18 year old son. Mm, Yeah. I know people I went to high school with who's a who's a grandfather. Well, no, this this girl who graduated a year ahead of me. I'm class of 2000. She class of 99. She just announced on Facebook she a grandmother. Bitch, you could be like 41. What? Yeah. The yep. grandmother. This is the granny, the mama, and right. the child the club together. What is we doing? Yeah. Oh, wait, can I tell y'all something right quick? Yeah. So I just got hit on twice within like a three-day period. Okay, details. Is that a problem? Is that a bad thing? Right. It's not a bad thing. So, so the first time I was out with my friend, shout out to Conceptual Beauty. She and I were out listening to a DJ on Sunday. And it just so happened that this caravan, maybe not a caravan, but like a van, a bus of like men who were celebrating a bachelor party were like out celebrating. And the guys got out of the car and were, or the van or whatever, and were like sitting and were sitting next to me and my friend. So one of the guys started talking to us and he had a bullet. I probably shouldn't be telling all this. I am going to tell all this. He had a bullet like on a necklace around his neck and I was like like, a bullet from a gun that you put in a gun yeah and I was like is that a bullet around your neck and he was like yeah he's like my brother's in it I was like oh his brother like his ashes yes I was like I'm so sorry but then also after we left (laughs) I I don't want to go to hell but the did you just walk away after that? Because no, I, I didn't. I didn't just walk away because I, we were. Sitting, I would have walked so away. We were, That's like somebody with goals in their mouth, like that one goal at the front. Like so I would have just walked have, away. He he did not have any goals in his mouth, but he was definitely a street nigga. Like I would, like I would not be surprised. Let me say that because he he got my number. He has not used it yet. You gave him your number. I don't want to meet him. I, guess, I, don't meet I him. didn't say you were going to meet him. I'm not going to meet anybody. Listen, this is like for shits and giggles and for me to like occupy my time. So that was the first guy. The second guy I interacted, I met when I was getting my car washed and he started talking to me on the inside while we're waiting for our cars and he's an electrician. So I could tell he's a little bit older than us. But you know, electricians make good money, right? So in any event, he calls me yesterday at work and asks me what I'm doing over the weekend. So we make like tentative plans to like go get crabs or whatever. And he's like, oh yeah, Saturday works for me because Sunday I have my grandchildren. That's how I was trying to turn it all back to this, right, to the conversation. 
I was in my head. I was like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. So does he really think that you're ready to be a grandma? Like, I don't. Listen, I'm just going to get crabs. Oh, okay. So I'm mad at it. I do that too. Now wait, you just, you didn't say crabs. Right, I ain't I ain't mad at that. I told okay. y'all the man asked me if I wanted to go get crabs, and I said yes. I missed that part because I checked out when you said he had a bullet around his neck. I'm just gonna tell you that. No, no, no this is the second guy I'm telling oh. you about. The second guy is taking me to get crabs. Okay, all right. Okay. But the second guy, the second guy is also a grandfather, and I'm like grandfather. Like in my head, he was like, "Oh yeah, on Sunday I have my grandchildren." I'm like, "Oh wait." Okay, so question. How old do we think this gentleman may be? At least 45, 46. Okay, I can see that. Okay. And he has an old name. I'm not going to tell y'all his name. But I was like, he told me, I was like, oh, like the president. And he said, yeah. And he was like, I even named my son that as well. And I was like, oh, okay. Good for you all. But yeah, in any event. Rufus? It's not. What president do you know is named Rufus? I'm trying to think who Lyndon. No, I'm not going to tell you on the show. Hmm, okay, I'll tell y'all later. Let's get okay. back to this announcement on Facebook. Yes. Oh. What made you want to announce to the world and Full put away your business? Go. Um, I mean, well, people don't know who it is unless you know me personally. You don't know who it is. It's just I'm no longer available. Yes. Is he, does he know your life goals? Does he know your plans? Like, what are his intentions with you? Uh, I don't know. I'm kind of taking it one day at a time, but potential baby father. And he anything, knows that? Yeah, he know that. Anything uh, over that is a bonus. But right now, I'm like, I'm just trying to pop this kid out by 40. We on the same track. If we get married, great. If we don't, fine. I'm oh, just having fun right now. I'm gonna say, do you tell somebody that? that that's your yeah, problem? yeah, you guys yes. tell them niggas that. I we tell listen. people that hey. on the first date. Yes, KB, I ain't playing with the, you. Yes, at, KB, we're at the age now. You lay your cards on the table. Yeah, and, and you don't need everybody. You just need one. So look, I just had a conversation with my homeboy about this, and okay. you know, I think he was turned off if somebody immediately tell him that. So do you get concerned with leading with that? I think that comes up in the conversation, but I think that comes up, you know, down the line or whatever. You know what I'm saying? No, I mean, I don't lead with that. I don't volunteer it. But it's like if somebody asks me, what am I looking for? I straight up tell them, I'm like, I've been married. I'm divorced. I'm okay with marriage. I'm kind of cool on it, but I won't rule it out. But I definitely want to have children and I plan on having a baby by 40. I'm 37, so you do the math. That's it. Facts. And they can either decide, right, they decide if they want to deal with it or not. If they don't want to deal with it, then let's not waste any more time. And, you know, it's it's been real. So that's where we are. But anyway, what's going on in the news? So, yeah, I know we're a little sick of COVID. Like you said, COVID ain't going nowhere. But I saw this... <laughs> I saw this article, Michael J. White, and you guys, you know, his name doesn't sound familiar to me, but when I saw his picture, he's a You one. don't know him from I mean, I Why Did I Get Married? Why did I get married? I know. Okay. So yeah, why did I get married and Tyler Perry's for better or worse? Which I that's right. the show I really like to man. Yeah. So he posted that his 38-year-old son, father of six, passed away with a battle um of COVID. 
And so he kind of taught an article about the son kind of being out in the streets and, you know, already getting into substance abuse. So probably had already a compromised immunosystem, um, immune system, probably already had a compromised immune system, but, you know, he passed away from COVID and also mentioned he wasn't vaccinated. And this brought me to a story because y'all know I'm in the FLA right now and it's real hot here. I mean, everybody know it's super hot here. Yo, it's like scary, right? And so I think that, you know, it's something to consider and think about because I was at this, I was at this, I was in Ybor City. So anybody who's been to Tampa knows Ybor City is like the little New Orleans, like the little, you know, what's that area called in, um, y'all know what I'm talking about. What's the area called? Right, yeah. The French Quarter. French Quarter. It's like our version of French Quarter. And we ran into this guy. I didn't know him. I don't remember him. But my girlfriend that was with me, we've known each other since sixth grade. She looked at him and he looked familiar to her. So she said something to him like, did you go to school with us? Like, what's your name? And he was like, I thought that was you. So they ended up talking. Evidently, he done been to sixth grade with us, seventh grade, eighth grade, ninth grade, and high school. I don't remember. Oh. Anyway. He was like, you know, she, he he didn't, he said my face looked familiar. His face ain't look familiar. So I just smiled. Now, y'all, I was out there with a face, uh, face mask. I had my mask on and I also had my face shield. And, you know, he didn't say nothing immediately. But then as the party, you know, the DJ going, da, 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 da. This is outside. We're outside in this outdoor thing. And he comes back and he's behind me. He was like, that ain't gonna protect you. Like you, you scared of people getting it or some, some kind of way he mentions COVID. He ends up going on this rant, like trying to, first of all, I didn't say nothing to you. I didn't say nothing to you. You don't have a mask on. I didn't say nothing about that. I don't really care what you do. I have a face shield on because I don't want your spit droplets hitting me. So he goes in and said, you guys are dying too, even with the vaccine. Y'all got it circulating in y'all body. Now, y'all, it's it's nighttime by now. I can't really have an educated conversation with him because first, he don't look educated no way, okay? I'm sorry, he didn't. And I could tell from his conversation that motherfucker wasn't educated. And I, you know, I started trying to explain certain things, but then I said, you know what, KB, this is pointless. So I just looked at him and shook my head every time he talked. I said, okay, okay. And I just turned around. I said, somebody got to die next to him. Like, I, I, and I, it sounds horrible, but that's kind of where I am. And just ooh. so, <laughs> huh? I said, ooh, one ready for that. I mean, what else are you going to say? So let me just give some facts out. And this is from the CDC website. And this is as of um, August 2nd. So reports of death after the COVID vaccine are rare. I want to be clear. No one ever said that the vaccine was going to help you prevent from getting COVID. What you saw in all of the clinical trials is it helps decrease hospitalization rates and death. So I just want to be super clear about that, right? Mm -hmm. Now, this is from the CDC. At this point, more than 346 million doses of COVID-19 vaccines have been administered in the U.S. from December 14th, 2020 until August 2nd, 2021. There have been 6,490 reports of death during this period. That is a 0.0019% among those who have received the COVID-19 vaccine. 
again, I just want to put things in perspective because when people just start ranting and saying stuff and don't know what they're talking about, what we have seen is that, you know, and the rates may have changed here recently, but the last time I looked at it, it was around 99.5% of the patients that are passing away from COVID-19 are unvaccinated. As you can see, the rate of death is 0.0019% of those who have received the vaccine. So the vaccine is clearly cutting down your risk of death significantly. I just want people to stop saying dumb shit. That's the point of the story. I'm done. Wow. I mean, well, the thing about that, and then also with you being in Florida, I'm really nervous about going down there because, you know, I can't join you guys on the fabulous Egypt trip for your birthday. So I will be in Florida for um, our birthday or our version, my version of our birthday. So I'm going to be in the Keys. But as you said, in Florida, it's like really hot right now. So I'm actually considering possibly postponing or canceling my trip just because I don't have time. And then also DeSantis is really doubling down on not making people wear masks. So there was a press conference or something that I saw earlier today where he was talking about he's not going to enforce having people wear masks which I think is the wrong call because also um, governor, I think it's Hitchison from Arkansas um, was saying that, you know, in the past he made a law, you know, I guess outlawing or banning masks. And uh, he did that at the time when the numbers were really low. And now that the numbers are on the rise, he regrets making that decision. So they're now trying to repeal that. So just be safe, listen to science, I mean, I don't get it. I would really like to bring somebody on the show who is anti-vaccination like, and anti-mask just to get a better understanding of why they feel the way that they do. I got a chance to listen in on a large amount of them, actually, because of the health condition that they had, they couldn't get vaccinated at the time. Like the doctor was saying, not yet. We're, we don't know how it's going to react with you. But there was a portion of them that didn't have that as a reason. They couldn't really verbalize a reason. And even the guy that was like spewing his whatever nonsense didn't have a reason. He's like, oh, you have it in you now. You're walking around with the, with the, with the virus. Sir, I'm walking around with the antibodies to the virus. Like, I just, I want you to become educated. And I just, then I want you to ask the right questions. And I even have another friend and you can't even say it's not educated people. Let me also correct that. There's a lot of fucking people with college degrees who have no vaccine right now. So it's not even an educational thing. It's, it's an educational thing, but it's from a different lens. We, you know, we generally think that people who don't have, you know, post high school educations are, are the ones, you know, that would know more, but that's not necessarily the case. I have another girlfriend in, in, in Philly. She's younger than me. You know, she came to the house to drop off. She sells, you know, vintage clothes. And I, I, you know, I, I said, yeah, something about the vaccine. I said, she's like, oh, I'm not vaccinated. I said, oh, put your mask on, please. Because my daughter's not vaccinated because she can't get vaccinated yet. And I said, why aren't you vaccinated? I don't know what it is. I said, did you look it up to find out? No. So it's like, you got these people that saying that they don't know what it is, but they're not looking it up to try to figure it out. They're not going to trusted websites like the CDC and so forth to figure out what it is. It's like no effort, but... I don't know, my, my patience level with it is is so low that I don't know what it's going to take for you, but 
I just know I'm still trying to protect myself. I know LU was about to say something. So I was going to say, you know, with everything that's going on, you know, we are planning to fully reopen in less than a month. And I would be lying if I said that I am not nervous about reopening fully and having everyone back in the building. And we have some things coming up where we're going to be addressing our school community. So parents, students, even our like teachers and faculty, the rest of our staff is coming back. And I know everyone's nervous. And I feel like, you know, as a leader, how do I lead an administration, but also try to make everyone feel comfortable when I don't fully feel comfortable and trying to manage that whole piece. Like personally, like the other assistant principal and I have talked ad nauseum about this. And we have said that we will probably be back home before January. I absolutely agree with that. Like they're trying to make us come back and work within the next couple of weeks. But I'm like, does it really make sense to have people coming back now that the cases are starting to rise again? So that makes me nervous. And then also kids in Georgia started school. I want to say it was yesterday. Mm -hmm. So watching what's going to happen with them. And then I'm, I'm like, I'm just nervous because as KB said, you know, kids aren't ready to get the vaccination yet. So what if these kids get sick? Like, what are we going to do then? Mm-hmm. So I don't yeah. know, but I'll be praying for y'all and I hope all goes well. And I know some schools they were doing, I'm trying to institute, it was one school here in, in Tampa area. They actually got, you know, some slack because they wanted to separate the kids. This is a high school. They wanted to separate the kids from the vaccinated and the unvaccinated. And so of course the parents who probably got more sense really liked the idea because they didn't really want their kids around the unvaccinated kids. But of course the parents who were probably the ones that didn't want to wear masks and all of the silliness, they were upset saying this will further separate the kids. It should separate the kids. Like why I'm gonna put myself at risk I can still get it. Like, I, it's not alleviating me for not getting it. Why would I put myself around you? Especially if you're not willing to wear a mask. Like, I think the mask thing is like the most simple thing to do. Right. Like, Absolutely. my daughter went through an entire school year doing it. Stop it. Stop. Kids adjust. Kids, you know, I would even say after she get in the car, you know, you want to take your, your mask down? She doesn't still have it on. Like, don't even know that she got it on because she's gotten so used to it. So all of this with the upset and all, it's just ridiculous. The minimum is wearing a mask, minimum. And I've seen some of our friends on Facebook and Instagram, their kids and they had activities and nobody got a mask on. The kids don't. And I know they're not vaccinated because they're not old enough to get one. These are simple things. Stop thinking like, what are you thinking? Like, I'm just, it scares me. It right. scares me. Right. I mean, we have a mutual friend who just had a baby, what, like eight, nine months ago. And every time I see her, she's like, if you want to hold her, you need to keep your mask on. And I'm like, I understand because you have, a, you know, a baby, an infant, yep. and you want to keep her safe and she cannot get vaccinated. Yeah. I understand. And I'm yep. not mad at it. And just and so like even in DC now, the mayor is pushing for students who are eligible to get vaccinated to get vaccinated. 
and has actually even offered like incentives to, incentives to these children. So they can either get like a $51 gift card or they can get a pair of like AirPods if they get vaccinated. Like so we bribing kids now? Pretty much like the first 400 students. But also, isn't that what the government is trying to do now somewhere? Like I feel like I saw an article that said now any adult that gets vaccinated is going to get offered like $100. Didn't I see that somewhere? Yeah, it was it's certain places doing stuff like that. They're doing all yeah. kinds of incentives. And they're like, oh, that's how gonna make people. But I think you got to try to figure out something to do. Or we're going to be back indoors. Mm-hmm. Or it's going to be some more people that's going to die. And right. if this 99.5% or even 99% of those who are dying today that are not vaccinated doesn't scare you, I don't know what will. I just don't know what will. Right. Because even in D.C., and maybe it's not just D.C., maybe it's nationwide, like the majority of people who are not vaccinated, you know, are young adults, 20, or who are testing positive are 20 to 34, and they're African Americans, because we're not getting vaccinated. We are not, and that's one thing I've I've been telling people, like, you know, normally you'd be like, oh, I know Black people doing this. Y'all, just so everybody knows, our rates are low as hell. So I was at another gathering that was outdoors. I still had my face shield on because y'all fools ain't vaccinated, and I stayed away from people. Like, I'm, just imagine, I know in Philadelphia at the time, it was around 25% fully vaccinated Mm African-Americans. So if I go to a party, one in four, so I'm assuming all of y'all ain't vaccinated. That's just, and that's how you have to move around here. You really have to move around that unless you know your circle is vaccinated. And my circle is vaccinated. Everybody. I, I will also say when it comes to black people and vaccination rates, I will say that, you know, historically we have been dealt a bad hand when it comes to medicine and science where people were doing experiments on us. So we have reason not to trust the science because in the past the science wasn't helping us it was actually hurting us so I do understand why a lot of people probably aren't getting vaccinated but if you look at the numbers like we've been in the house for over 18 months now so obviously we have to do something different people aren't dying from taking the shot so it it really doesn't hurt anybody so please get vaccinated if you have it or at least wear your mask and be responsible and check out episode on trust the science because we we all are familiar with what has happened in the past, but there's a lot of things that have been put in place so that that doesn't happen again. And so we need to understand how things are done today, but educate yourself, like just educate yourself instead of just going off of what you think or what you heard. Anyway, now what I heard is Como got a couple of more problems. That's what oh, I heard. Oh, Andrew. Oh, Andrew. I think it's a Can I just say, I'm disappointed. I'm so disappointed. I really was hoping that it would come back that they didn't find anything and he was telling the truth only because I'm a fan. Like, I actually like him as a governor, as a person. And also, I'm a fan of his brother. Like, watching the two of them interact with each other in interviews. But if he is guilty of doing what they're accusing him of sexual harassment then yeah he does need to step down well everybody's calling him to resign the attorney general the president like everybody wants him to step down and andrew is standing firm like i like that he's standing firm because you're taking the reports of 
people that supposedly they didn't ask him anything they didn't interview him this is only what other people i don't know i still feel like this is a trump thing i do i feel like they trying to catch him up somebody they are pissed the establishment when i say they the establishment is pissed and they're gonna make him pay so i don't know i'm not believing this shit i i think he need to hold his damn ground and when his term is up then you exit that's real yeah no i mean i guess because i kind of feel like if he does step down then that's kind of an admission of guilt Mm -hmm. so if you are standing your ground and it's like no i did not do these things i'm not going to let you win but question does anybody know how much longer he has in his term because if he only has like a couple of months then it really in my opinion it wouldn't be worth it to step down and let me, while Elle look that up, because she's our Googler right now. So as Elle <laughs> looks that up, let's also keep in context that we have a whole ass president who has been accused on multiple occasions of all type of sexual harassment and rape. Come on, somebody. Nobody ain't said nothing by him. Like, to me, it's a setup. Like, I'm going to get you out of here. You made a ruckus for us, and you we're going to make you pay. Like, I just think we got to look at these things in its totality. And you're not going to make me think otherwise. I just, it's just ridiculous that this is even going to this length and this extent. And I know the AG is, you know, a Black sister that's Democrat. Like, but don't let them use you, sis. Don't let them use you. This is a distraction, and let's call a thing a thing. I don't so know. I, I just hope it. he did it. I hope he didn't do it. But I mean, I don't put anything past anybody. I don't so. either. But what y'all think about this? Because we, I was having a discussion with my same homeboy. And oh no, this is another guy I was having a conversation with. And we were talking about, you know, when did this happen? And I'm not, just hear me out. You know, things back in the day were in a different time where certain things were acceptable. You can go and watch a tip drill video or shit. We got WAP today, so never mind on that example. But you know, if you was at a freak nick, a guy could grab you. And that wasn't considered sexual harassment. You might hit him and say no, but nobody was screaming sexual harassment, even though we know today that's what that is. Should it be like a, I'm not calling it a statute of limitations, but is there some context of what was the situation, putting the situation in context, the time in context? Like, are you able to keep on going back and pulling old shit that, was probably everybody was doing it. Do y'all get where I'm coming at? I'm yeah, to- yeah. I, I get what you're saying, but I kind of feel like people. It's like where do you draw that line in the sand? Because not a line when you're outside of this me too. Well, I mean, but even well, with that, I feel I feel like you have to hold people's feet to the fire. So you know, no matter how long ago it was, I feel like when you know better. You should do better. But you didn't so. know better until that day. So I didn't know better until 2019. So I'm against I'm gonna get case up for shit in 1976. Is that let's just can we talk about it if that's right? Go ahead. Yeah. So so I, I'm gonna interject here. So with certain crimes and also depending on where you live, there is a statute of limitations on certain things. For example. I think the only crime where there is not a stat, well, maybe not the only crime, but a major crime where there's no statute of limitations is murder. Like if you murdered somebody 20 years ago and they have evidence against you, you can still be brought up on those charges. But for example, in the case of 
right? Sometimes, it, like in most states, there's a statute of limitations on like rape cases. And I think it might be like seven or 10 years. It might be, you know, contingent upon where you live. So KB, to go to your question, should there be a statute of limitations on something considered sexual harassment? That's honestly a good question to ask. And I think it depends on the law of that state of where the sexual harassment occurred, right? And I th and you bring up a good point. It's like, how far back do you go? Like, for example, like Bill, you know, using Bill Cosby as an example, and because, and I'm only using him because we've recently spoke about him. Like, there were some charges that he could not be brought up on, criminal charges, because of how long ago those things happened or allegedly happened. But you could pull up or you could charge him in like in a civil case, like if you want to get money or just get some type of recognition that he is responsible for whatever happened. I don't know if I really answered your question or not, though. No, you answered it. I think that's just a question. I think we should think about these things like, yes, statute of limitations in certain cases in certain states. But, you know, if I grab some ass from Freak Nick 10 years ago, now you finna come back and say I did X, Y, and Z when everybody was kind of doing it. And you, when you know better, you do better. And I totally agree with that. But some people didn't figure out that that shit was wrong. And you know, you hear Charlamagne God say that all the time. Like he didn't realize certain things were wrong until later on in life because it was such a norm to do so. And I'm not giving excuses. Like when I think, when I come to rape, I don't, I'm not gonna excuse none of that. Like that's just wrong. Right. But when you talk about sexual harassment, what, what does that really mean? Right. And what was the context? And when the fuck did this happen? Like, you know well. I, I think that's why discussions like this are important. I think in the past, people weren't talking about it. People were sweeping it under the rug and it's kind of like, it is what it is. This is a part of the territory and people with victim shame, you know, most times the woman being like, oh, well, you know, you can't go down to Freak Nick. Like, what do you think Freak Nick is? Like, you wore that outfit. You should have known better. Like, if you don't want certain type of attention, then you know you shouldn't dress a certain type of way. So, I think what we're seeing now is the reckoning of all of that and people having to change their mindset and people understanding that no, I am responsible for my behavior. Like, I don't care if the young lady is passed out, her titties are exposed. That doesn't make it okay for me to take advantage of her. Like, I should have better control of myself not to do that so i think that's why these discussions are important and that's why they're making headlines now because we are at a place where we can talk about it right and to add to that should you brought up a great point because a few years ago there was a football player don't ask me what his name is because i can't remember but there was a football player who was accused of honestly the same crimes that bill cosby was like drugging women and raping them and there, I think Russ Parr had it as like the question during his morning show, like, do any of, are these women responsible for the thing for like their assault? And it's funny, you would be surprised or maybe you wouldn't, I don't know, I know I was, that there were a number of people who called into his show who blamed the women for putting themselves in that position and not even men, but also women. Women, yeah. Yeah. And it's, we're saying like, oh no, these women, um, you know, hold some of the responsibility. And should you brought up a great point, regardless of what a woman is wearing, 
boys need to be taught that no means no. Mothers and fathers need to be teaching their boy children that when a woman says no, she means no. And they need to teach their boys how to have self-control. And they need to start that at a young age. Because, And I have a cousin who kind of said that. She has two boys, like one a preteen and one a teenager. And she was saying how, you know, she's teaching her sons to have self-control and how to handle things appropriately. And I don't think all parents are doing that with their children. No, absolutely not. And I'll take it even further. I think girls need to be taught that too, because, you know, sometimes you might find yourself in a situation and it's like, because you're uncomfortable, you might laugh off something and, you know, the person thinks that you're really okay with the situation because you didn't come out and say no. So, but then I also feel like sometimes girls take advantage of situations. So it's just, everybody needs to learn that when somebody is saying no, you need to respect that no. And I also think children need to learn that at a young age. Cause there was a story that I was reading where, there was like a grandfather who was trying to show like affection to his granddaughter or something. It was like, Oh, give me a hug. And she was like, no, I don't want to touch you right now. So the mom saw it and the grandma's like, Oh, you know, give your grandfather a hug. And the mom stepped in and is like, no, my daughter said that she doesn't want to be touched. So kudos to mom for standing up for the child in that position, because sometimes people will try and make you feel bad for taking that stance, but kids also need to understand that, you know, my word and how I'm feeling needs to be respected, regardless of if you're an adult or you're a family member or whatever. If I don't feel like being bothered right now, you need to respect that. True. And I'm sorry, if I can add right quick, Cuomo's um, term is up in 2022. And he said in 2019, he was going to run for re-election for his fourth term. So we know he probably not going to win. Let the man say the 2022 is around the clock. And the reckoning, I, I guess just to that point, that reckoning, you know, that reckoning can come with loss of job and all these other things. And I'm still thinking about like the freak nicks back in the day, right? When you ain't know no better, you was doing everything else what everybody was doing outside of rape. I'm not talking about rape. That, that to me has no holding. I'm talking about sexual harassment, which is what he's being, you know. Accused of. Mm-hmm. And I just want to make a, a laugh real quick. Um, when you talked about Freaknik, when we brought up Freaknik, I thought about a picture that someone had floating around from an old picture from Freaknik. And the young lady had on a bathing suit and she had pubic hair that was like rolling. What? Oh. Out. And I mean, I think that was a thing. So that's a great example. That was a thing back then. You know what I'm saying? They have all that hair and have it looking roped up and nobody did it. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> oh wait, but speaking of freak Nick, can I say I'm I'm disappointed because I was actually looking forward to going to college and being a part of that whole scene and they I shut mean, it I down wanted, before we got there. we all wanted to at least go once. <laughs> I wanted to go at least once just to say that I was there. That's all you needed was one time. So let's talk about real quick Simone Biles. She returned to the floor. I'm not really watching the Olympics real hard. My daughter nope. actually is. I'm not. Um, but, you know, Simone Biles did return to win the bronze on the beam um, in the last day of the event final. So 
there was a whole hoopla about Simone Biles and stepping down for her mental and all these other things. I think they were sideline fucking with her. So I'm kind of glad she did what the fuck she did. Like, why risk yourself for them for them people? Um, what what you say, team? Yeah, exactly. I mean, if mentally she wasn't there, then no, she shouldn't have competed. So I'm a fan of her standing up for herself and advocating for herself and saying, hey, I'm not going to be able to to do it because that is a lot of pressure Wait, to be sorry, riding. Delisha. Say what sorry, again? Delisha, say that whole thing. You break up. Go ahead and say that whole thing again. All right. So I will say yeah. kudos. What you to, think about somebody, you know, if I'm not going to. Right. Well, I say kudos to her for standing up and advocating for herself because mentally, if she wasn't there, people also forget that one, that's a lot of pressure to be riding on one person's shoulders, like you're carrying the whole team. So everybody's like, Simone got it. You know what I'm saying? Because she always has, she had it in the past, you know, she'll handle it again. But then it also came out later that she was dealing with the death of her aunt. So anybody can understand that when a loved one passes away, you're, there's going to be grief. Like you're not yourself for a little while. So, but I saw some comments online that were just absolutely disgusting. And I actually had to block somebody on Facebook because I shared a post where it said something about women, black women in particular are tired of being your mules and, having to hold everyone down and somebody took it up on themselves to say, well, next time you should address black women. And I'm like, okay, well, if the post doesn't apply to you, keep it moving. But, you know, I think that is a very valid point. Like people expect black women to push through because in the past, that's what we've always done. Like we've always handled it, you know, even when it comes to presidential elections and things of that nature, like black women are constantly the group that's trying to save everybody and we can no longer afford to do that. So I'm happy that she put herself first. Very true. And also even in fictional presidential administrations, i.e. Olivia Pope, she was a fixer. Yep. But she was based on a real woman who was black. Yeah. I mean, so it's not that far, it's not that far fetched. Exactly. We've been fixing the world since the beginning of time. And, and, and we're slave master. Go right. Ahead. And we're tired. And we have the right to say that we're tired and we don't want to do it anymore. But, you know, when we say that, then it becomes a problem. We're not a team player. People were calling her soft and saying that she was weak and all that other kind of stuff. But then people also forget gymnastics is a very dangerous sport because sure if is. you land the wrong way like people have been paralyzed people have died so it's not as easy as it looks like she makes it look easy but it is very difficult to get out there and perform all of those tricks and those flips that she does so please shut up if you've never been on a balancing beam a day in your life miss me with that shit you know what? Also to mention, she stated that she had a condition that came up called twisties. I guess some gymna- gymnasts get it where they can't like 
feel their body twist. So that's like dangerous to do that. So because she also had that, I mean, listen, I, I think if for any reason, if she says she ain't gonna do some shit, she don't need to do it. So I'm with it. But no, L, what was your true feelings? Because I feel like you hold it back now, but it's okay. We had a little pre-call. What was your... <laughs> I mean, I'm kind of like UKB. Like, I love Simone Biles. Don't get me wrong. I'm glad she took her break. But, okay, she came back. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. I think it was a bigger story. I think the story about people making comments, because how many people was making negative comments? Like, I think that shit got blown out. I don't it know. It did. It did. It got blown way out of proportion. And people... If somebody it's- always going to hate. Somebody's always going to say something. Right. Yes, and we're in the age of, of exactly, and it's just, it is it is an example of people just need to sit down and mind their own business. And it's a, a whole bunch of unhappy motherfuckers around here. Let's just exactly. call it the thing, right? And they're mad because she stood up for herself and sat down, and took a break. Motherfucker, if you took a break too, you wouldn't have shit to say about Simone Wiles. Facts. Nope. So wait, I just want to end on a really good note. Let's just talk about this versus battle. This I one, it. <laughs> I did too. I did too. But the memes, the memes have been hilarious. Oh my god! Listen to the listeners. Just if you need a laugh, put in hashtag versus on Twitter, and I promise you, you will be just crying. So I forgot that it was coming on, and I love the locks i've always loved the locks the dip set you know dip set was cool you know i like jim jones but i was never really real hard with them i mean like balling but i like jim jones um you know he looked like he need a bath he remind me of pig pen from peanuts (sighs) he do lord okay so i so i don't first of all i don't even know and this is i'm talking to the music lovers because clearly my two co-hosts ain't even listen to this shit so we can't have a conversation i didn't even but, know it was coming on to the day before when west shout out to past guest west even yeah, let me know it was on the versus was coming was coming on i didn't even know about it until i saw west post on facebook Wait, Wes is the one that alerted me that it was on because I didn't know what time. I forgot the day. I forgot. I knew it was happening, but I didn't know when. And so when I saw it on Wes's page, yeah, shout out to you, Wes. When I saw it on Wes's page, I was like, oh, crap. And so I turned it on. So I was like 40 minutes in. I don't know what time they, they really got started on time. But y'all, I just want y'all to go back and watch it, though. Because when I, I, I heard it was good. Listen, Jada was just... Oh my I heard God. he he body he people he, he body people everybody. all Not by himself. He was they the dipset was acting like them young folks with rapping over their lyrics, and he was like, "Why y'all rapping over these lyrics? Talking about the people could have stayed in their car, listen to Apple Music, and they was gonna come here hear you rap over lyrics." Oh, <laughs> it was yo like when I tell you, and that's when I first turned it on. I was like, "Oh no!" So then <laughs> I'm continuing to watch, and they yelling over each other. You could tell they was also doing it for show, but they were kind of yelling over each other. Girl, Joel Santana walking around with all these clothes like he was homeless. Everything was name brand, but it was just too many clothes. So at some point, somebody took all them clothes off. He took all them clothes off. I tweeted. Whoever, who told you, who had Jewels take all them clothes off? I, thank you. Question. Did he get his teeth fixed? Weren't some of his teeth missing for Ooh. a little while? Ooh. He did get them fixed. He did okay. get them fixed. Yeah, I don't that know was... what was going on with that. Well, I don't know what drugs he was on. You know he was on something. You know he was on something. 
Okay. Yeah, he was on. I don't know if it was just syrup. I don't know what he was on. But he was he was hooked on something for a little minute. He that motherfucker lost his teeth. And yeah. He, you know, like holding his mouth a certain way. So yes, um, sure. When he came out of jail this last time, I think they must have got him a set because he don't hold his mouth that funny way no more. So I can tell his teeth must be thick. Hmm. Hopefully okay. not big like a horse, but you know, hey. Glad to hear. And I think I think one of them made a comment about people getting going to the dentist on the stage. So oh, I, let me tell you, Jada. Listen, I, y'all, I I screenshotted a lot of those uh, memes on Twitter and put them on our page. You saw how much traffic that shit got. Yes, hilarious. And I just did some of my favorites. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was good, yo. It felt like New York. It was. It felt like. One of the reasons I even moved to the Northeast, like I, it, it's so funny because I wanted Timberlands. Like I was go hard New York music. Like y'all know Nas is my favorite lyricist. And that night felt like New York. Like I'm not even from New York, but it just felt like the Northeast. You just was excited about it. And they was just, you know, just hip hop. And I was at one point though, I will say, I was like, just did set, just get off the stage. Like, let's just stop. It, it was that bad. It was really like nobody's exaggerating when they were like they got killed. You wanted Dipset just to leave because yeah. it was it was better if they had left. It was Jules and y'all probably saw that one um, GIF where they kept playing it. But Jules was like, "This girl, yes, you know, shit, you know I was fucking it up." <laughs> so, <laughs> bitch I'm 39 so you know he was like oh y'all playing this prison music you ain't got no music for the ladies the DJ let's just talk about the Lox's DJ like he was so on point that they couldn't play with him either because as soon as he said that you know he played like five songs back to back with all their songs with women and it was just like now what it, it was so on time that it was just amazing <laughs> to see it and how prepared they was. And I feel like, you know, Styles P, I feel like Sheik, I think they stepped up too. Like, I think they they did great. Like, I want to get high, high, high. When they played that L, it was just fire. Okay. The beat they put it over. It was just crazy. And Styles P was able to like really shine. So I just feel like everybody got their moment. Of course, Jada did, you know, dominate. But that versus was like epic as like epic as hell. And it was just everything about it just gave you energy. And it was cute how they ended. They all going on tour. I heard. Are we going? Um Yeah, they ain't back. And did y'all see Fat Joe was in that audience? And I saw him with that mask on. Shout out to Fat Joe. Shout out to Represent. Fat Joe. Yeah. Fat Joe ain't crazy. Right. He's probably vaccinated, but he know y'all ain't vaccinated. Right. Play with he was like, play with that if y'all want to. That was hilarious. He was pulling it down at certain points. You saw him pull it down, but he was pulling it back up. But it was just funny because he was probably the only one I saw with a mask. He was. Nobody else with no mask. He was. It was the first thing I put on Facebook, Shug, when I turned it on. I was like. Oh, this is so exciting! But all I'm thinking about is COVID nineteen in this room. Like that's all I could think about because I know we're not getting. It was so someone else. Well, you know, New York is doing better on their numbers, but what's the black population doing? Because I feel like the black population everywhere is not doing good. 
Wait, well, speaking of COVID, did y'all see those pictures from Lollapalooza? Like all those people out there in Chicago without yeah. their ma- with their mask on? Yeah. No. Oh, I am not yeah, without mask on. Like go Google Lollapalooza and I will not be surprised if Chicago is the next hot spot. It looked like it was wide open. Wow. But no, that thing was amazing. Go check it out. I mean, listen, they're going to have state property. That's Philly all day. So, you know, I'm excited about that. Um, and it was so funny because one of my homeboys like had tweeted, he think it should have been locks versus state property. And then they announced at the end, it was all going on tour. You hey, know, property. I mean, listen, Beanie Single and Freeway. Oh, no, I love Freeway. Freeway that would they still won the one, but that would have been they a won good the one. They won the one, but Freeway is ain't. Yeah, they got lyrics. No, they got lyrics. You know, like I know, and Cam tried to hit this freestyle that didn't go over well with the crowd. But I, I think state property would have been a more good, on par. Yes. Yeah, for the yeah. love. Like yeah. to me, Dipset is commercial. You know what I'm saying? Like they a little bit more commercial. Where Freeway and Beanie, they underground, but then they had commercial right. too. Just like the Locks is underground, but they had commercial joints too. Like I think right. that would have been. So on on tour, that's gonna be amazing because Dipset gonna bring. It, it was another. I'm sorry. One more thing. Um, another homeboy. He from Philly. He posted how Dipset music didn't age well. <laughs> He said, you know, listening to his kid, he thought it was the greatest. But last, you know, that night he was like, wait, what? <laughs> you know, I just thought that was what he's like, you know, the locks just got classic verses. Again, I don't even know why people even thought Dipset was going to win. I knew the locks was going to win. Of course the locks was going to win. But people for some reason kept saying they thought Dipset. And then they were like, the biggest joke was Cam didn't have on no pink. That's why he, you know. They That's all I wanted to see. Like, bring, bring out the pink chinchilla, Cam. So he didn't come out with that pink, so he wasn't gonna be right. But now nah, it was an epic night, you know. Shout out to hip hop, the fact that Jada don't won two, two verses in one year. Two verses, ain't nobody else done that. Nobody, nobody can even say that because nobody can ha- have that much of a strong solo career in a group career. Beyonce is the only other person I think can really say that, right? Who was in a group and then yeah. had a solo career. So Beyonce can do that against another R and B group, but. From a rap standpoint, I'm just trying to think who was in a group. And I'm not even going to say, like, you know, you think about um, The Firm with Nas, Foxy, and AZ, because, and uh, what's his name was also in that group. It's a fourth one. I can't think of his name right now. It's blanking on me. But I wouldn't even put them up there, because, like, Nas, that was formed after. I don't really feel like that was a real group. Was not, no, because they didn't not come out with anything. Group. They had an they... album. They came out with one, one album. Oh, girl, I well, I don't even remember that. So that lets you what know about, just how memorable. Right. But what about, thinking about rappers who had careers as a solo artist and with the group, what about what about anybody from Wu-Tang? Either Raekwon or Red okay, Man. Okay, I'm sorry. Man. You're right. Never mind. Wu-Tang. That's, yeah. that's, that's Wu-Tang is the only other. That's the only other group. That yes, the only had other group. group. We talking about strong. Exactly. So yeah, I would say exactly. Ghostface Killer, Red Man for sure. Yes, and Meth, and Meth. Method Man, sorry, Method Man for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, Red Man wasn't in Wu Tang. Never mind, sorry. So Meth, Red Man was. Red Man was not in Wu Tang. No, Red Man was never in Wu Tang. Was it? 
Red no, men, so red uh, men and meth are tight. They're like best they're tight. friends, but uh, red men have their never. own thing. They have yeah. their own thing. That's right. So yeah. Ghostface, um, uh, Rayquan. ODB, Rayquan, yep. yes, and ODB. Yep. Yeah. And, um, you know, I think Jizz and Rizzo, of course, drop stuff, but, you know, when we talk yeah. about careers from a commercial standpoint, them three is those like three. Yeah. Absolutely. Because Red Man is technically, what's his little clan he called? They they had a record label. No, he's New Jersey. So he's with um, like Violator, I want to say. Yeah, I couldn't remember which one. Okay. Yeah, he's separate. And I'd be sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Red Man was not in Wu Tang Clan, but yes, you're right. I think when you think about rap groups, Mm-hmm. Wu Tang Clan is a good example of somebody who branched out out right. of that and it was successful, like like say a Jada Kiss. Right. So I agree with that one. Thank you. No. I, see, I do know a little bit about hip hop, KB. I just look like this. Hey, y'all, I used to. I told y'all this story about Wu Tang Clan. How I had to go find Clark Wallace, yes, and you were wearing them shoes in Florida. In Florida, in Tampa. That part. I that, but I had my dad Clark. I okay. had my Clarks. I said I, I had my I had my Clark Wallabies with my with the help of my public supermarket uh as a cashier check. What? Okay. Girl, the only person in Florida wearing them goddamn shoes. <laughs> that's why that's why when I moved to the Northeast, a lot of my friends was like, we're not even surprised. <laughs> <laughs> Like I didn't like Southern music. Like I, ain't, I ain't really mess with nobody from the South. Like Outkast was the only one I kind of liked. You know what I'm saying? Outkast and um, Goody Mob. I used to like Goody Mob. I used to like Trick Daddy, but not real super Trick Daddy. I think I like Rick Ross more than Trick Daddy, right? Mm-hmm. But it was like only a couple of rappers that I even liked. Like I would never know Ti fan. Never, never. Really? I respect what you do, but no, nah, I just. Some of them I just couldn't rock with because they would start rapping about stupid shit. I just couldn't get with it. Okay. Well, very well. So for our Dope Gifted and Black segment, we are highlighting husband and wife Ayanna Morris and Siri Morris who opened Newark Moonlight Cinema after seeing an opportunity while the world was plagued by a pandemic. Through their drive-in service, it's one of the few Black-owned theaters in the country and they were able to host over 20,000 cars during 2020. So even though things are quote unquote starting to open back up again, the husband and wife team say that they have no plans to close their drive-in theater. And after a year of operation, Newark Moonlight Cinema has secured sponsorship from the likes of Amazon and Prudential. And as a filmmaker herself, Ayana says that they have plans of modernizing their drive-in experience post COVID. So huge shout out to this husband and wife team. If you live in or or are near the Newark area, you should go visit their drive-in. Maybe we should go sometime, guys. Yeah, I was going to suggest that. We need to go. It it ain't far from us. No, let's go. Yay, I'm excited. Drive-in movies. Actually, you know what we should go see? We should go see Respect when it comes out. Yes, we should. Oh, that would be so fun. Let's let's look at times when it's going to come there. Can I also share where else I want to go that's in New Jersey? Where? I know we wrapping up. I want to go to Gunnison Beach. What's that? It's right. Beach. Oh, you got something you want to tell us? It's a new beat. You got something you want to tell us? You've been on your, your free. You ready to let this Pearson fly high, right? You ready to show off? That that's one. what it is. She ready to show off. I see you. You ain't slick. I just want to lay out in the sun. 
Okay. See, KB, see, after KB goes to Jamaica and goes I'm not to- going, but I just said okay. You're, no, you're going. You're going. Listen, you're going. we can make a whole trip out of it. We can go to Newark and go to the Dragon Movie Theater, and then we can have a day at the beach and go to Gunnison. So let's do it. I'm excited. Thank you all for joining us for this episode. Make sure you follow us and connect with us on social media. This has been another episode of the Feminor Files. Don't forget to listen, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts. Listen to us on SoundCloud, Spotify, and Google Play. Connect with us on social media at Fem Noir Files on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Fem Noir Files. Bye!